Hello and welcome everyone. This is the USA to Hungary podcast season two. I'm Panka, I'm from Hungary, and I've been in a relationship for over two years now with my wonderful and amazing boyfriend from Texas. If you're watching or listening to this on YouTube, then you might wonder, okay, what did I miss? Where's season one? Well, then check out the USA to Hungary podcast on Anchor or on Spotify. I hope you'll enjoy the content I create. Let's not waste more time and let's jump into today's topic. Who are you? This is a question one can get at any time, any place, any situation. When you meet someone new, when you're giving an interview, when you're about to introduce yourself, whether at a job interview or in your first ever YouTube video. Usually we don't stop and think about this question, but answer it immediately. With what though? If I would turn to you and ask the question, who are you? How do you identify yourself? How would you react? What are your most important traits? What do you think is the most important thing about yourself? Of course, it depends on a lot. Like, if you meet someone from the same or a different uni as you, maybe you will start with, I'm a to-be special educator. Or if you meet with your kid's classmates' parents, you might say, I'm the mom to this and this child. Or if you're meeting up with other authors at a book festival, you might start with, I'm the author of this and this book. The person who asks who we are is an important factor of prioritizing our traits. But what if you just simply meet someone new, someone you don't know anything about? What if you, let's say, register to a dating site and have to write a little introduction for all the other users out there? Or what if you do a million things, like let's say you're an actor, a model, a parent, a writer, and an architect, and someone wants to record an interview with you but doesn't say which part of your career and life interests them, and they ask, what do you do? In these cases, the situation or the other person can't help, and you have to decide yourself which one of your traits' characteristics should come first. Who are you prior? Who do you identify as the most? Lately, I've been thinking about this a lot. What would I say who am I? I would like to share with you all the traits and stuff that I am, but even just collecting them raises the question, what should come first? Basically, who am I the most? It is indeed very difficult when you can't just say the first thing that comes to your mind, but actually have to think about it. So, who am I? Let's start with the basics. I am Hungarian. I am a woman, a Caucasian woman, with brown eyes and long, deep brown hair. But you can probably tell this if you're looking at me. That's the base of my identity, my personality, myself. Being a young, white, Eastern Central European woman. And that's fair enough, I guess. It might not be the most important inner quality of me, of mine, but that's the first thing you can address about your looks, your gender and your nationality. I am also 20 years old, so now you can have an attitude towards me based on my age. Depends if you're older or younger than me. Still the base, still not the most important, still doesn't tell a lot about me, but it is important. These were the basics. Nationality, gender and or pronouns, looks, age. 
But what should come next? That is the question that has no general answer. For example, some people would address their sexuality next, that they're gay men or bisexual women or pansexual non-binary people. But by saying this, by mentioning your sexuality, you're already putting highlights on it, which shows to the person you're talking to that for you, your sexual orientation is a big issue and a huge part of your identity. I'm not saying you're identifying as your sexuality, but you're putting it on the first place for a reason. Or for some people, their profession comes next. I am a university student. Does it mean that you're only a university student? No. Does it mean that you think this is the, the prior thing in your life right now and this is the most important thing about you now? Sure, maybe. Or you can say next, I'm an introvert. Because maybe that's a personality, personality trait that you think defines you the most and it answers or prevents a whole lot of other questions in this one world. Word. Even your religion can come next. If you feel like, like you're a proud atheist, a proud Christian or a proud Muslim, whatever, and you feel like this is the label that creates most of your identity, then say it. It's totally up to you what comes next after the basics. It's worth noting that there are no good or bad answers. Nobody is better or worse just because what they're putting on the first place. If you think that the most important thing about you, the thing you identify the most as, is your sexual orientation, that's cool. If you think that your most important thing, the, the most important thing about you is that you're a lawyer, that's also cool. And if your prior personality trait is that you're outgoing, that's cool as well. You see, there are no good or bad, cool or not cool answers. The most important thing is that you should feel 100% confident identifying yourself as someone. If you want to say, I'm a writer first, and you feel like you're 100% a writer, and that's what defines you the most, then it's a perfect answer. You define yourself, not anyone else. You don't have to identify as someone just because society thinks that you should because you are something, or because you belong to that group too, among a lot of others. Let me tell you an example. When you get married, or when you give birth to a child, for a while, maybe that will be the first thing you say about yourself. Because it feels so good to say that I'm a wife, or I'm a father. Right now, in that time, this is the most important thing for you. As so, it has a very huge effect on your life and personality. Now, obviously, there's nothing wrong with getting to know these new labels, these new roles, trying them on. Does it fit? Does it feel comfortable? Am I able to identify as a mother first or a husband first or whatever? A lot of people, when something new comes to their lives, whether it's a new partner or a new job, start putting that single trait or label first. Like when I got into university and started my first year as a special educator student, I identified as a college student for a while. Whenever someone asked who I was or what, I, what did I do, I answered, oh, you know, I'm a special education student right now, a freshman in college. Or when I first started my blog, which I'll link down below if, you know, if you who's listening to this speak Hungarian, check it out, um, or my podcast, I told everyone that I was a blogger slash podcaster. Like, Heck, if you go to my Instagram or Twitter, which is at USA to Hungary, 
a lot of clever self-promo today, huh? Uh, anyways, you can see in the description or bio that I identified as a blogger slash podcaster there too. I was proud of these new labels and wasn't afraid to use them all the time. Like, they showed that I achieved something, that I, as a person, did something new. I am a member of a new group from now on. So, as I said, yeah, you can be a proud member of these groups or a proud wearer of these labels. But what if, if we're sticking to the previous getting married slash giving birth example, although you do join a new group or could identify as something else, and still, you just don't want to, because you feel like they're still not your prior traits. Like, yes, you did get married, or yes, you do have a kid now, but you're still not a spouse or a parent, and you still want to identify as an, I don't know, entrepreneur or an extrovert, a writer, a lesbian woman, whatever. What if your old labels are still more important, are still more you than your new ones? Well, let me tell you, it is perfectly okay. But that's where society comes in. Every time you enter a group or put on a new label, such as starting to climb the career ladder or getting engaged to the love of your, love of your life, society wants you to use these as your new main identity. And they're trying to push you towards the next step, the next group. Like when you start working as an assistant editor, they're starting to ask when you'll get promoted, when you'll be a main editor and so on. Or when you announce you're engaged, the next step must be marriage in a year. And the next box to tick will be kids in two years, stuff like that. They will expect you to identify from then on as an assistant editor or a fiance. But it's not that simple if we think about it. Because what if, although you got the job, it's still not your dream job. It's still not what you want to do forever. It's still not what you feel 100% yours. So you don't really want to put that first. Or what if that, yes, you gave birth to a kid, but although you biologically and physically became a mom, life doesn't stop you from being someone else, something more than a parent. I know a lot of cool moms who, yes, gave birth to kids and loved them and raised them well, but when I asked them who are they, they, they answered, oh, I'm a 30 years old woman who loves traveling through the world. Or, oh, I'm a YouTuber who creates lifestyle content. Or, I'm a female coach and motivational speaker. Whatever. And neither of these women mention, oh, I'm a mom or, oh, I'm a wife in the first place. In fact, sometimes it doesn't come out that they're mothers only when I ask about it. Just as it doesn't come out that someone has a psychology degree or used to be the lead singer of a band only when I ask about it. Labels do change. It can happen that you've identified as someone for 20 years and suddenly, the next day, you prioritize something else. If someone would have asked me three years ago who I was, I would have said, oh, I'm a university student. If someone would have asked me one and a half years ago who I was, I would have said, oh, I'm a long-distance relationship experiencer. If someone would ask me right here, right now, who am I, I would probably say, Oh, I'm quite a lot. <laughs> I'm a blogger podcaster, I'm a third year uh, special education student and an amateur writer and otherwise a fun, outgoing, extrovert youngster. 
And maybe if in five years we will meet again and you will ask again, who am I? I'll give you a totally different answer like, oh, I'm the author of this and this book, or I'm a dog mommy and the freelancer tutor. Anything can happen. The key is, don't let society define you. Just because you wear a ring, that doesn't make you a wife or a husband prior. Just because you have a kid, that doesn't mean that you identify as a parent first. Or just because you're creating content about your relationships and your relationship, that doesn't make you someone's girlfriend first. You get to choose your own identity. You tell the world who you are and don't let the world tell it to you. If a label doesn't fit you, don't wear it. If you're the part of a group but that's not your main group, that don't make it your primary status or trait or anything. Don't be someone's. Be yourself. Belong to yourself first and then others. Don't lose your amazing and unique personality just because you're, by the way, someone's husband or someone's mom. You yourself alone are a 100% valid person. Identify as yourself. Use the labels that fits you or don't use labels at all. Find out your own true identity instead of just taking whatever society has to offer. Labels do change. The way you identify yourself does change. Your primary traits and your priors change anyways. Just to finish it up with a little story. When Michael and I became a couple, for quite a while, I identified as his girlfriend and I, am an, I was in a long-distance relationship. As an own, unique, non-literally single person, I didn't exist anymore. My identity was to be someone's. And when I realized that I basically lost myself, I lost all my traits, labels, other things that made me, me, outside of this relationship, it hit me hard. I had to sit down with myself and clear my mind. I had to remind myself that I'm not a half of someone or something, and I don't belong to anyone but myself. Because what if, let's say, this relationship ends? Does it mean that I end as well? that I won't be a person anymore. I had to remind myself of all the labels I used to wear, all the things I used to identify as. Some of them I got rid of, some of them I kept and made them my prior labels. I learned how to be a complex, whole, unique person again, who, yes, is in a relationship, but has all these other characteristics and other labels first that makes her the person, the young woman she is, individually. I became my own person again, with much more confidence and a much stronger identity. And since then, when Michael and I appear somewhere together and a person who knows us introduces us to someone else and they say, this is Michael, our new English teacher, and this is Panka, I much rather prefer them stopping at and Panka. Because then the person to whom we are getting introduced will look at me and ask, oh, who are you? And I get to identify myself to them. This is a much better solution than when the person introduces me as, oh, and Ponka, Michael's girlfriend. I mean, yes, I like being his girl and I'm actually proud of this label too, but I wouldn't identify as this. I wouldn't put it first. Long story short, or the little moral of the story, 
to you who are listening to me. Wear the comfortable labels and you identify yourself. And to all the others, to everyone else, to society, let individuals identify themselves. And don't try to identify someone else that's not you instead of letting them do it for themselves. Anyways, that was it for today's episode. I know it was a little bit different than the others, but as I've told you before, and as I'm going to tell you probably a lot more time after, I am an advocate for, you know, being your own person and not being just someone's. So uh, yeah, that was it. These were my thoughts about identifying ourselves and, and labels and everything. If you liked it, please hit the like button and if you want to see more and if you want to see more episodes every week then please hit the subscribe button too if you are on youtube if you're listening this to this on spotify or anchor then please follow me rate me wherever you can and share with your friends share with anyone you think it would be useful for them yeah all my socials are down below it's at usa to hungary though My email address is down below too because I'm always open for guests and personal stories and would love to have a conversation with some of you. So please reach out to me if you would like to. And if you really like what I'm doing here and if you would like to support me, so maybe one day I can buy an actual camera and a better microphone so I can make real videos, um, then please support me at coffee.com with a virtual coffee. I will link that down below too, but no pressure. Anyways, yeah, that was it from me for today. I hope you will have a wonderful day or night or evening or morning or just week and life. And I will see you all very soon. And up until then, stay strong.